Hello, and welcome back to Let's Chat Markets, your favorite weekly dairy podcast. It has been a few weeks now since I have been able to record, and uh, I had a bit of work travel, a bit of personal travel, and it is good to be back. Today, though, Alyssa is out, so we have the honor of having Eric Meyer with us today to chat markets and talk about everything relevant that happened this week. Before we get started, though, I did want to plug that High Ground Dairy's Outlook Conference is coming up in less than two weeks. On June 22nd and 23rd, we will be gathering in Chicago in person, thankfully, for two days of various speakers, panels, and networking. We're pretty excited about the lineup that we've put together and are excited to welcome so many of you to Chicago. If you haven't registered, there is still time. Feel free to reach out and we can certainly get you set up for that. We hope to see as many of you as possible. It was another interesting week in the markets as per usual. I think I will hand it over to Eric to talk about what happened in SPA and or futures. And we got a little bit of economic news as well that is kind of concerning. So Eric, what are your thoughts on the week? Hey, Lucas, thanks very much for having me on the show. It's good to be here on the podcast. And yes, let's uh, talk a little bit about some of the week events here. First off, barrel cheese. So we have seen cheese come off a bit from its recent highs. And up until today, futures have been relatively supported. We're seeing a little bit of cracking on that. And that might be a bit more macro in nature. But we did see the barrel market pull back here on Friday, six and a quarter cents to 224 and a quarter a pound. Blocks are a penny and a quarter above that. But that barrel settlement is the lowest that we've seen since March 31st. So we've got to go back a couple months before we've seen that. And then on the flip side, butter, while backing off today, we reached $3 a pound. We haven't been there since I think it was September of 2015. It's been quite some time. We've seen futures rally, though today, mostly a sea of red amongst uh, many commodity markets. We also saw the non-fat dry milk market uh, back off here a bit. Futures more or less leading the uh, spot market. We've seen a few cents drop off there, even though non-fat still hovering in the mid 180s, we're seeing futures prices at a pretty decent discount on that through the remainder of the forward curve. So the expectation is that it's going to fall a little bit further here. Uh, but I think Potentially the bigger news here to close out the week, U.S. announced its May uh, CPI or Consumer Price Index, and that month-over-month gain was up a percentage point, which was up over or better than expected of a 0.7% month-over-month. But overall, on an annual basis, we grew 8.6%. That inflation number is really large. And to compound that uh, within that report, the U.S. real average weekly earnings, which have been trending higher of late, were down 0.7% in May. Somewhat of a double whammy um, with inflation going up and wages coming off. We're seeing stock market, U.S. equity markets falling quite substantially today. At time of print here, which is just before one o'clock on Friday, the S&P is down 100 points or two and a half percent. And we're seeing a number of commodity markets seeing some decent weakness here. So I don't know what we'll see going into the weekend. Every day is a, a new day in the global markets. But for now, inflation data and wage data are, uh, are skewing things bearish here. Um, Lucas, what can you tell us about some of the dairy uh, reports and events that came out this week? 
Yeah, thanks, Eric. Some pretty interesting economic data there. Uh, switching over to the dairy side of things, uh, I think Tuesday morning was a highly anticipated uh, GDT auction after a three-week break from that. Going into the auction, there were pretty firm expectations for some solid price climbs here, most of which did materialize. It was a neutral to bullish auction, depending on the product. Uh, in whole milk powder, the average price was a little bit skewed. It shows on the surface down 0.3%, but uh, reading into that, that was because instant product finally came back to, let's call it normal levels with a $95 premium versus regular spec product there across all five contracts. That premium in instant had climbed to a record in recent auctions. So that 0.3% decline on whole milk powder was reflective of that instant decline when focusing on regular product, Fonterra Regular, we saw some pretty decent increases in near-term contracts, C2 up 6.6% there, pretty much in line with expectations. In S&P, some price climbs as well, both Fonterra and Arla product increasing, uh, buyers kind of stepping back in here to, to procure product. Um, fats pretty bullish, um, a little bit stronger than expected there on both AMF and butter. I think at a higher level, though, probably one of the biggest takeaways from this GDT was the almost collapse in demand from the North Asia region. You know, that could be largely uh, probably reflective of China, but also reflective of uh, Sri Lanka as they continue to have economic challenges there. North Asia market share falling to just 29%, so sharply lower versus normal. Uh, notable there that as Southeast Asia stepped in primarily and some other regions as well, depending on the product, we were still able to see price gains even without China's participation. So kind of points to a still tight global supply situation and that needs in a lot of uh, places around the world are still unmet here going into the summer months. We also got on Tuesday, it was a busy day, we got U.S. dairy trade data, export and import data for the U.S. for the month of April. Uh, there's a little bit of red on the chart here in exports, but overall, uh, pretty impressive considering some of the shipping challenges that we've been talking about for uh, months and months now. I mean, probably at least a year now with these shipping challenges. Cheese was the uh, kind of key driver here of total exports. We did set a total export record for the month of April, so we were even able to overcome last year's really strong volume. Cheese up 2%, but the uh, digging into that data, cheddar more than double prior year levels. We exported more than 20 million pounds of cheddar cheese in the month. Uh, Japan and South Korea, big buyers there. Butter slipped slightly lower, but against a really strong prior year comparable data point, we were still a net exporter of butter in the month. Uh, the red in the chart, uh, non-fat dry milk and also into whey powder. Non-fat, kind of on trend with what we've been seeing so far this year. Um, tough to surpass last year's impressive volumes and uh, still weaker uh, amount of product moving south to Mexico. And dry whey, the story was similar there again as well. That steep pullback of Chinese demand uh, after that very strong buying throughout 2021, uh, causing those that negative whey export number into April. That pretty much did it for this week. Uh, next week, as Eric mentioned, some of that economic data, the market data, we will be putting together our monthly 
forecast report, which will be released on Wednesday, the 15th. And of course, for our customers only, uh, we are excited to present our monthly webinar on the 16th. So looking forward to uh, seeing many of you there. We always have a really good question and answer period in there. So excited to see you. And of course, if you're not a customer and interested in uh, getting next month's forecast, price forecast, comprehensive breakdown of everything that we're seeing. As always, feel free to reach out. Uh, that does it for today. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Thank you.